My name is John Merchata, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And I am joined by none other than Bad Dog Bentley Meadows. There he is. Uh, tonight's episode on Monday, February 27th. Uh, I called it the Judeo-Christian Conspiracy because um, of a, a a couple of videos, or maybe more so a diversion diverging path that uh somebody named adam green who i've talked about a little bit he runs a um website youtube rumble channel uh called no more news with a, a k-n-o-w uh no more news uh in which he's oh i explained this on the other attempt on this um I guess he started off in, in kind of the conspiracy research realm and uh, listened to Alex Jones and Infowars and people like that. And then he started kind of going down the, the path of the Jews run the world type uh, conspiracy research uh, arena or sector <clears throat> rather and uh, really went hard in, in the paint on that. And um, when I came across him, that's kind of where he was. And I was starting to hear him, you know, kind of badmouth Alex Jones and others like him um, and anybody that uh, would he would consider a Zionist, which I think he'd probably consider me a Zionist, even though I've, I've spoken very poorly about Zionists. Um, although I, I think at one point I used to be one or you could technically consider me having been one, but I moved away from that since, you know, and then I don't know, last however long. But uh, anywho, it's almost too much time on that. So what I noticed was he he kind of went a little bit further over even even more, even further um, to where he made a, started making a claim or following a claim, I guess, that Jews created the story of Christi of Jesus Christ, of Christianity. And um Anytime that that's the case, then I feel the need to have to explore it. You know, um, I believe in, in following the truth. Uh, this is kind of something that I've taken on ever since uh, my my oh my experience with the Zeitgeist movie back in the day with Peter Joseph. So ever since then, when I hear claims like this, then I, I feel that they need to be uh, investigated and and uh, listened to and, and follow the truth certainly. Um, explored, explored, yeah. So, <laughs> I had watched a few um videos, um, where he I feel like uh, Adam Green. Uh, now, again, I haven't followed him like very closely, I've seen him kind of from a distance, I've watched some of his content. Um, it's not, it's not my favorite. Uh, I don't mean for that to necessarily be an insult, although he insults people like me all the time, calls us, I think, useful idiots, um, which I <coughs> doubt he would to my face, but that's a different well, story. Some of them call our leaders useful idiots. No, he straight up calls Christians. <laughs> Anybody who's a Christian is a useful idiot to him. Well, yeah, of course. So. Um. So whatever, but um. Well, let's hear this uh, spectacular. Yeah, so we have two videos on Twitter. Wonder of the world. 
I'll show my uh, my response to it, which I thought was pretty good. Let's enlighten me. Let's see yep. if he can change my Pick mind. Up on what I picked up on so quickly. So here's the first episode. Oh, shit. I got to share, don't I? Can't hold it all to myself. I feel like I didn't ex explain everything as well as I could have. Anywho. All right. Can you see it? Oh, my. Well, somebody looks Jewish. <laughs> Already holding up. Illuminati hand signals, right? See him? Oh, is that what that is? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just I how got, this guy. Talks. I know somebody that will tell a kid he'll do that. Roger <laughs> Kirby, he'll do that. He'll hold his hand up just like that, look like this, and he'll be like, "Put your finger in there." Ew! Put 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 your finger in there, and then when they do, he squeezes it, makes them squeal like little bitches. Jeez. And laughs um, at him, and then he lets him go. So this is his his channel down here, which almost looks like that that tri level circle. I mean, for all the shit that he gives Christians, that could almost be mistaken for pedophilia insignia. Anywho, uh, not that I'm calling him a, a pedophile; it's just kind of jabbing him a little bit. NoMoreNews.org. That's his website. Here's part one. You ready? I'm ready. Let's watch it. Day on the month of Tibet. It's the Hebrew calendar. On the Hebrew calendar, Which month, is it, it's next week. It's for almost on Christmas. By the way, guess what happened? Every Jew in the world uh, that is a practicing Jew fast. Why will do fast? Fasting. Yes. Fasting. Why do we fast? Why? Why? I found the answer. We fast for a special Jew. You know what his name? Simon Peter. So did he get what he just said? Are you there? That they only do the fasting for Simon So Peter. they have a, a, a week in which they fast for a special uh -huh. Jew. And it's uh -huh. right around Christmas, maybe right before Christmas, Christmas uh, for Simon Peter. Right. Do you know who Simon? You know who Simon Peter is, right? One of the apostles. Arguably the apostle. He became our first pope, as us Catholics believe. And Simon Peter was a Simon and became a Peter, or was a Peter and became a Simon. Right. So that's what's funny. <laughs> so actually, you you picked up something that I didn't quite get right away. Um, you'll see as it as it progresses. But um, so he's a Peter now. He was a Simon. Yeah, exactly. So he was, he was, uh, no, he was a Simon first. And then yeah. Jesus came along and called him Peter. And became a Peter. Because he was, Simon, I think, Simon Barjona. And then he became Peter. Yeah, he had to uh, change his way. Well, Give him it, yeah. a whole different personality kind But he of. was awesome because of the fact that, you know, he was a fisherman. Jesus was giving a lecture, a, a, a was preaching to the people on the beach. And there were so many people coming in that, um, and, and the fishermen were coming in and obviously one of them being Simon Peter. And he said, Simon, let me get on your boat and, and go to go out a little bit. Uh, and he did. And, um, he told him to throw his, his net, uh, over shore. And Simon said, we've been fishing all night. We didn't catch anything, but on your word, I'll do what you said. And he threw the, the net over shore or over, overboard, 
and they had so many fish in the net that the nets, uh, I think the either the boats were starting to sink or the nets were starting to break. And uh, he and his brother couldn't pull in the net. And then, in fact, they needed their partners who were um, not Andrew. It was uh, John. John and his brother, uh, John Zebedee. Damn it. The sons of Zebedee basically the sons of Th thunder. So both of them had to bring it ashore. And when Simon saw this miracle that Jesus um, performed, he fell down at his feet and he said, please, you know, go away from me. I'm a, I'm a sinful man. So, but anyway, that's a long story to that. But he was kind of like the spider man of uh, the apostles. He had that great responsibility that he thought that he and he had to do something. Yeah, with he it. ended up. I mean, he was he was seemingly he didn't uh, want that, but he took it. Yeah, I mean, I think well, and and he also had like he he was married and his mother in law. That was there was the story of that where his mother in law was sick, and Jesus came to their house and healed her, and she got up and served everybody, and and he was healing people at Simon's house and. And so Simon was a big part of all of that. And, and even at the end, he was the one that, um, you know, Jesus, he told Jesus, uh, you know, I'll die with you. And then Jesus turned around to say, uh, you're going to deny me three times this night. And, uh, and he did. And then he went bitterly. And then later on, Jesus uh, ended up making him the first pope. So uh, let's continue on. They fast for Simon Peter. That's not a reason you got to keep secret. I mean, I mean, the says we fast and we're not telling you why. There are two Christian. I don't know if they just need you fast. Why we'll do fast. Fast yes. fasting. Why do we fast? Why? Why? I found the answer. We fast for a special Jew. You know what his name? So that's interesting because he didn't know it. Most Jews, from what he's saying, don't know that they fast. And now he's found out why which is a little uh peculiar thing to so, say <clears throat> they are just a lot of jews going by the numbers and they're like okay this week we fast and i'm like okay you're gonna say it in one of these two videos which is something that jesus held against the jews back then um and i'll wait for it to come up but it goes in line with what he's talking about just now and what you well why would up. they be doing saint pete as is his, this Catholic people nope. that he's talking nope. about, or Jewish nope. people fasting Here, for Saint Peter? Hold on, we'll get there. Simon Peter, that's not a reason you got to keep secret. I mean, I mean, the Shukmarik says we fast, and we're not telling you why. There are two Christian. We'll fast, but we're not telling you why. That's what he's saying here, which is just not something. It, it's just kind of odd this but uh, i'm not going to interrupt that part anymore and, and now he's talking about christianity reasons okay. why the ninth of tevis became a fast that we didn't want to publicize but in our small group i will i will publicize it. in a famous book of anonymous authorship called toldosiatio toldosiatio is kind of the jewish history of yashka and this was a widely circulated work in the middle ages uh, anonymous authorship and actually had multiple versions as well. The story is that the ninth of Tebes is a yard site. Here, I want to read of anonymous author. So, 
I want to go back even more. I know I'm being a little bit tedious in stopping this and kind of going through it, but it's important. Dude, I had to listen to this a couple of times, um, each video to hear exactly what it was so that I knew what they were talking about. And let me also point this out. This Adam Green with no more news, he's had numerous videos about all of this. And, and it was about these two videos. This was his, his, his evidence. You know, the secret that he's been waiting. I think I think he was holding it as a secret. And now he finally came out with it just now. And prior to this, I want to say he now I could be wrong about when when he re released these videos uh, or at least when he released this information. But he's made numerous videos um, for a little while about how how Jews created the story of Christianity. He's I think he's an atheist or an agnostic. Adam Green is. Um, so he's kind of been you know, throwing us all out together and, uh, and, and trying to, um, pro, uh, promote this idea that Christianity isn't real. Jesus isn't real. And the Jews created it, you know, now that book that he had thrown up there, yeah, the one that was written in the middle ages. So that would probably, you know, just as like a guess be like, 14 1500s yeah kind of thing yeah back when they uh they did a lot of flim flam and a lot with a lot of that anyway back oh you're then. talking about maybe the gnostic gospels coming out around those times well yeah, there's yeah. that there's a lot of different things yeah the what we get just because we're getting it from them don't mean we're getting the true story yeah no good point with that for sure um because people wanted to sell things. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to kind of go back through. This was a part that I didn't listen so closely to this last night. was kind of this this couple of seconds right here. That's why I'm kind of going back through it. So, But I'm ready. Okay. I might be getting too analytical. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm glad that we are because this it, it, it deserves it, truly. In a famous book anonymous authorship called Toldosiation. Of anonymous authorship. Of the Jewish history of Yashka. And this was a widely circulated work in the Middle Ages. Uh, anonymous authorship. And it actually had multiple versions as well. The story is that the ninth of Teves is a yard site. It is the day of the death of a righteous person. But the righteous person we are commemorating is not Ezra HaSofer. But it's a man called Shimon Kippa. Shimon Kippa. Kippa in Aramaic is rock. So now I will call you Peter. The rock. Shimon Kippa is none other than the man that is known in the Christian Bible as Simon Peter. So he says it again. That the the part before that was what I'm glad that we kind of gave it a second pass over because <laughs> they're basing all of this on a book from the middle uh, from the uh, what did he say? The medieval ages. Medi yeah, medieval ages. 
from anonymous authorship. Yeah, and, and the medieval wasn't really known for their record keeping. Yeah, I mean, perfect point. Yeah, exactly, they weren't. Um, <laughs> and an anonymous is usually to me, I'm like, okay. Yeah, so that could be anybody. So, that could yeah. be me. I could be anonymous. So they don't know who wrote it, and it was during it was around a time that they were not many people were keeping very good records. Well, and what caught me the most is when he said, and there were multiple versions of this. Yeah, the, dude, what do you mean like the Gnostic? I mean, that's why I brought up the Gnostic Gospels. They're kind of the same way. Is that there are uh, numerous different authors, uh, numerous different stories, and it's all chaotic. And by the way, they also came after the Council of Nicky. A lot of them came, um, at, or however many of them came after the Council of Nicky. And I think it was actually all of them. Um, yeah, the only time frame that I'm, I'm fucking up here when it comes to the Gnostic Gospels is I think it's the Middle Ages. Or no, I'm sorry, the Council of Nicaea time. That's what it is. Came after that. Anyway, so this is important, or that was important to, to or is important to remember as he goes forward with the rest of this story. Let's do it, Grandpa. The Apostle Peter, Yashka's closest disciple, and the one who succeeded him as the leader of the church. Peter became the first pope, the first bishop of Rome, and his name was Simon Shima, and Peter means rock, Petra. And Yoshka gave him the name Peter because he says, upon this rock I will found my church. And upon this rock I will build what I must call my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. To you, I give the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And uh, in Aramaic, that's Kippa. Kippa means rock. And Shimon Kippa is the apostle Peter. So the Ninth oh, of Tevez. Now, <clears throat> knowing what I do know about that time, Jesus and all this would have been talking probably in Greek and especially to Simon Peter. I don't think he would have been speaking Aramaic, but, you know, that whole area was kind of cosmopolitan also. So who knows what they could have been speaking because there yeah, could have so been. There's three Hebrew. It, well, yeah, four, but three primarily when it comes to the Bible, right? Or at least in. Um, what has been said of what they were speaking back then. So that would be Latin, Greek, and Aramaic. And they actually talk about that um, coming up here pretty soon. Okay. So. All right. But I'm glad, good job pointing that out because, you know, it's, it's I'm like, what are they, they saying Aramaic, but I'm like, well, I would, they would probably be speaking Greek in that little crowd right there. Yeah. And even he admits that like, they wouldn't have been saying it, you know, or speaking oh. it. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, we'll get into it. We fast because we're grieving over the death, not the birth, the death of a great tzaddik, the Apostle Peter. Every Jew in the world 
fast for. Okay, let's read this real quick. Non-Christian views, Judaism. According to an old Jewish tradition, Simon Peter joined the early Christians. Okay, so this is kind of the whole crux of their argument right here. According to an old Jewish tradition, Simon Peter joined the early Christians at the decision of the rabbis, worried that early Christianity's similarity to Judaism would lead people to mistake it for a branch of Judaism. He was chosen to join them. As he moved up in rank, he would be able to lead them into forming their own distinct belief system. Despite this, he was said to remain a practicing Jew and is ascribed with the authorship of the Nishmas prayer. Okay. So Okay, I don't know what the Nishma I don't either. It's prayer just, is, but some uh, bullshit prayer form, I guess. Some of the rest of that I'm like kinda okay, but I always I got a different so, view of that, of course. You know, I'm like, man, <laughs> you can't be Jewish and do this and but then again, you could, but then Peter couldn't really be Jewish so, anymore. <clears throat> Once you're all in on Jesus and the Holy Ghost and Jesus died for his sin, he's no longer a Jew. He's a Christian. I'll, um... but... <laughs> I'll, I'll go over it here in a second. Rock my world, baby. Simon Peter. I never heard that. Yes. No. Yeah, I mean this they, is so they don't they don't well, know who it is though. So so I mean that's kind of where we're at right now in the in this video is why are Jews um fasting for a a Christian uh uh disciple, right? I mean, I know I just read what I just did on the non-Christian views of Judaism, but um that's kind of where they're getting at right now. But I do know no like, that Jesus did all the Jewish Jewish things that there was to do before he did his final act, Jesus. You know, whatever it was up until his 33rd year, he did everything a Jew was required to do. Well, it's kind of like my claim that I've made that all Christians are Catholic. All Catholics are Jews because Jesus was the perfect Jew. But and he got rid of some of that Jewishness. Because that takes a lot out of people. Because he never a lot of got times, rid of the law. He never broke the law. He never got rid of the law. Well, he, maybe there was little aspects, like if you're talking about the cleanliness of um, food, which is something that somebody like Jake Yerger will bring up. Well, if you eat shellfish or if you eat uh, pork, then you're not really, you know, Christian. And it's like, no, Dick Wad, like you need to read the Bible because Christ changed that so yeah he did change a, a, a small aspect of it yeah. yeah but it wasn't like he changed the overall law he took uh some of the jew out of the jew he took some of the bite out of it rather he him. made it he made it he focused it more to he what it was supposed to be see and, and that's uh, another crux here is that the problem with the jews is that they believe that you can find salvation through the law that's that was never what God's intention was, yeah. Ever, <clears throat> and that's Pharisees where the Jews are absolutely wrong. So, but that's the problem. That's the problem with the Pharisees and the Sadducees is that they believe that you could have salvation through the law, but Jesus said, "No, that's never what it was intended. You have salvation through faith in Me." So that's the difference here.
and that and they'll kind of talk about that here coming up. I was going to save that for later, but um, yeah, that's a that's a the big difference. They, but why? Wait, wait, wait. Why do they fast? Ah, ah, because during the time of tribulation of the Jews during the the first century, Peter. Peter is actually protected the Jews because he quote unquote he was the apostle to the Jews. So they say he actually saved the Jewish people. Well, Peter, according to Judaism, is what? He's a secret agent of Judaism that was put by the Jews themselves to protect the Jewish people from those big mean Christians. It's very, very interesting. Now according to Saber told us yes, it was Did you hear what he said? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I guess I'll I'll spoil this part too. Um nobody was referring to the disciples as Christians until after Christ ascended. Right. Um what they're saying, and this is what I, I in part, and I'll show you my response to him, is that okay. So you're saying that Peter was sent to the Christians who didn't exist at that point to uh, dissuade the Christians? No. From what? Or, no, I'm I'll, sorry. Create the story of the Christians. He is the rock. He is the very foundation of whatever Christianity becomes. It becomes built off of that man. Yeah, but if you know this, this is my, my point here. And this is the, the folly of this whole claim is that. And his words. And well, in these dipshits words, if if you're Jewish and you follow this, you're, you're a fucking retard. If you're saying that the Jews sent Peter to the Christians to create the story of the Christians. That's this whole point here. Right. They're saying that the, the he story was of Christianity was created by the Jews. Right. But if they created it, how did you send Peter to the Christians? Because he hasn't created it yet. Does well, they're sense? just admitting that they did something that Jesus also did. Now, do you think that Peter was working for Jesus, or do you think he was working for the Jews? Like no, me, was, I like to think that, you know, he was a Jesus Jesus guy. Well, yeah, I mean, if you put it in those terms of like, who you know, and things didn't work out Jesus, good for him. I'm either. sorry, Peter was a fisherman along with his brother as most and a fisherman were. is someone who gathers things, you know. They he became a fisher of men. Well, yeah, when Jesus found him, yeah, and had him follow him. So, yes, the the organic story of how Jesus Christ came to him, chose him, um, essentially to become the first pope. That's the story that is true. That's the story that I believe. Um, mm -hmm. I <laughs> this story, which uh, and you teach a man to fish, and he's teaching them all how to fish. Right, but in terms of what we're talking about here, <laughs> this—I mean—it's such a—it's such a 
a low hanging fruit of a claim that it's it's laughable. However, this guy, this Adam Green and No More News is leading all sorts of people astray with this fucking story. And it's what is it's just irritating, you know, and I think I'm more so irritated with this as a whole, because I really did think that he had something that like, you know, some kind of hidden information that, you know, that I've never come across. I've actually I feel like I've come across this story before. It sounded somewhat familiar as I was listening to all of this. And I think I, I did it either last night or the night before. And I was like, this has got to be the no, it must have been two nights before two nights ago, because this was, I was like, this is, this is important to go over. So anywho, all right, back to it with this goofball. It refers to one person and he was a rabbi who was sort of amongst the sages. And he went into a secretive, a sort of a double agent role for the purpose of corrupting Christianity. The early Christianity was already corrupted, but his goal was to go in there and make it so corrupted that regular Jewish people would have nothing to do with it. The description given refers to Paul. And in the Rashi commentary, we have Paul as well as Simon, Peter, and John. So within these people who are described as authentic Jews, who in Christianity, early Christianity. So he's now bringing Paul into it too. Um, Paul being Saul, uh, who was a uh, persecutor of Christians. Um, yeah, he was a real prick. Real bad guy. Oops. And then, um, and then he was converted by Jesus um, into uh, the way. And, uh, and so now they're bringing that into it too, which I guess if you can give these turds anything, it's that they got creative with their claims, you know, so, but I wanted, I wanted to go back to what he was talking about with Paul here too. So we could listen to that again. And he was a rabbi who was sort of amongst the sages I'm in Peter. and he went into a secretive, a sort of a double agent role for the purpose of corrupting Christianity. The early Christianity was already corrupted, but his. Early Christianity was already corrupted. Okay. I mean, there is a point where Christ, um, he had his followers. I can't remember exactly, you know, which book and what chapter and whatnot. But he did have, at a couple of times, actually, throughout the four canonical books, where he had followers that walked away from him. Um, because it was too hard what he was, too hard for them to believe or too hard for them to follow. Uh, much like the rich man that came up and said, Hey, good teacher, you know, what should I do? And he, and he said, well, here's, you know, here's all the things that you should do. And he said, well, I've done all of those since my youth. And he says, okay, well, you still have one more thing. And if you do this, you'll get into heaven. And he said, what? He said, sell all of your possessions and give it to the poor and come follow me. And the guy was really rich and he couldn't do it. And that's when Jesus said, it's easier for a camel to pass through the needle, uh, through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich person to get to heaven. Um, and, and I think that was a point where people again, walked away because it was just not rich. Huh? <laughs> oh, not, not rich. rich. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I am not rich, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there were times, but I don't know if that's what he's claiming that there were times that people walked away. I mean, there was also different sects that came. Um, this is a debate that I've had a couple of times or one in particular that I remember um, where there was, you know, uh, I guess some people that I don't know if the, the guy was claiming the Gnostics, you know, um, uh, and that being a corruption, if that's what this guy is talking about or what. But the, the Gnostics, again, were not around 
I don't believe at that time um, that the four canonical books were wrote. Um, they were much later, like around the time. And, and in fact, I want to say around the time of Nikia and after majority, I want to say is, is after, but you know, I'd be wrong about that too, but here we go. His goal was to go in there and make it so corrupted that regular Jewish people would have nothing to do with it. The description. His, his goal was to get in and make it so corrupted that other Jews wouldn't have anything to do with it. I mean, this is just like such a far-fetched claim. It, it seems like they're really trying to make it up. Not that I'm trying to like add to their stories or whatever, but it's just like listening to them, knowing the stories, and hearing them say this shit. It's like, and then he, already hearing where they're wrong about like where stuff isn't adding up. Like you're, okay, you're sending good. Is this still coming from that book that? Yeah, the anonymous author. The anonymous book from okay. the medieval age is where they're pulling their info. Okay, all right. I just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's later than the Council of Nicaea, right? It's it's later than, um, shit. I'd say it's even later. We than, don't know who wrote it. Don't know who. Wrote and there it. are various authors. Um, or various versions too. Various yeah, versions. Yeah. Okay, so and, and this, I, I, I don't want to. I want to get upset, but I'm like, there's nothing here to get upset about, really. Yes, exactly. I mean, I mean on surface level, if you don't BS. know the story, if you don't know the New Testament, if you don't know, you know, if you haven't had these debates, if you haven't talked about history, if you haven't, you know, <clears> checked out any of this, you're just coming in to see this stuff. You're not really religious, and you hear this shit. I would assume that it's a lot easier yeah. to believe. All Until the authors hear... of the Bible, you can go find out who they were. Yeah. Well, and but even then, like I have such a problem with a lot of the scholars as of within the last 200 years um, with people claiming that, you know, none of the books could have been wrote by the the actual authors, which is bullshit. And that none of the none of the books could have been wrote by the actual disciples. Again, bullshit um, being that. All four books were, I believe, all four books were wrote before 70 AD because 70 AD is when the temple fell. And what if you're going to create, if you're going to write about something true or or this conspiracy that either these dickheads are coming up with or the agnostics, the the anti-Christian agnostics and, and atheists who claim that Rome, there's another conspiracy out there for anybody that doesn't know that Rome created the story of. <clears throat> of Jesus. Um, uh, Josephus was a part of this conspiracy. And the problem with that is that the, the claim for that time frame is that Nero was already killing Christians prior to these people supposedly creating it. So, um, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of fucking bullshit. It's just a lot of people don't like Christians and they like, they don't like pretend. the truth. Yeah. That's, they, and there's more written about them than anything else. You can bet your Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory on that, baby. Yeah, I would say never underestimate the power of of fear when it comes to people having to be accountable for their own actions. And I think that, that that's a lot of, of, of anti-Christianity and anti-God altogether. I think people are... are terrified of having to answer for their actions at the end of uh, at the end of it all and they almost well, want to they don't want to uh, believe it well they don't realize how easy it is with jesus you know yeah, well that do 
is you repent and you walk on, baby. Get with <laughs> it. You got to own up to it. You know. Well, I think that's the problem. I think I think that with how complex life has been for everyone, um, and how complex we are with one another, way. and how hard it is to forgive one another, that it's it's hard for people to believe that it's that easy. It's hard for people to believe that God would forgive them for the, the sins that they've committed. You know, all of the sins. Yeah, um, you know, how are we going to forgive themselves? We can't forgive people. How how's God supposed to forgive us? Yeah, and I think that's I think that goes a long way with people in a, in a negative direction. It's easier said than done. I get it, but you know what? Sometimes you just gotta, you know, have a leap of faith. Yeah, get with the program, Stan. Get off the bus, good. In the Rashi commentary, we have Paul as well as Simon, Peter, and John. Humanity was already corrupted, but his goal was to go in there and make it so corrupted that regular Jewish people would have nothing to do with it. The description given refers to Paul. And in the Rashi commentary, we have Paul, as well as Simon, Peter, and John. So within these people who are described as authentic Jews, who in order to separate Christianity away from the Jewish people, created this New Testament. Well, they took a language, either way, they took a language that was not something the Jewish people would, would use, Greek or Latin. It would not be acceptable to the Jewish people. And they wrote the books in those languages. And they created customs that were different from the Jewish customs. So the Jewish people would stay away from Christianity. The manuscript... So there he's talking about um, Greek and Latin that were unacceptable to the Jews and were kind of what we were talking about earlier. What... And this Hebrews. is so... Right. What's so stupid about Adam Green, or at least what I'm I'm picking up, could be wrong about this, I guess, maybe, I don't know. But he's, <laughs> I heard him make the argument that because the disciples were all Jewish, that, I don't know, that now they're a part of this conspiracy that, you know, of, of the Jews nowadays and uh, I don't know the Ashkenazis and the you know everything else because they just they were Jews back then that they're bad they're not you know they're right. as a whole <laughs> can't be trusted you know um, and that the story of Jesus is all make believe and and weird shit like that it's like it, it, none of this none of this makes any sense I mean even no. on on surface level why would the Jews come up with a religion that would take away from themselves. It just doesn't make would. any sense. No, and that's just a BS story. Yeah. And honestly, man, I got you could take all this, maybe even throw that in there, but take away the whole Bible and let me not ever see the Bible again. And I have got enough discernment to know, you know, God's written this stuff on our hearts. I think he's written his whole plan in our whole DNA. We know what we need to do. It's easy peasy, but we also have free will. But yeah. you can take it all away, and I still know I'm going to head the right way. Yeah, I, I think us is the way I'm wired. Us as Christians, and I know that like the, the anti-Jew um, Christians out there uh, kind of the red pilled, um, or or a, a faction of the red pilled um, community, or whatever, uh, they don't 
they don't like being they don't like the term Judeo-Christian. And the reason that I've ever used it is because Judaism is is the root to Christianity. It came before God with Jesus was present in the Old Testament. That's what you yeah. hear in, in John. And the first chapter of John is that Jesus was there. Everything was created through him. There was nothing that was created that wasn't created through him. Um, so he was present in the, the Old Testament, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is all about really the Hebrews. I mean, Ad Adam and Eve were not Jewish, right? Uh, Abraham was not Jewish. The Jews came from that as one of the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, but they were still the root. Jesus came through that entire lineage. Oh, yeah. He was all Jewish. Yes. Yeah, so he was fully Jew. He had to be. Jesus it was yeah. written, you know, hundreds right. of years because before of he was born. That God was making to, well, certainly to, to Abraham and Moses and David and so forth and onward. Um, but because, you know, you have so much shit that's going on with more so, I would say, the synagogue of Satan who claim the name of being or that claim the lineage of Judaism, um, they don't like to hear Jew. So when you say Judeo-Christian, they have a problem with that. And it's like, grow the fuck up. Owen Benjamin's one of these guys. This is a, a lovely debate that I would love to have with him, you know, about, about just saying that, that title Judeo-Christian. It doesn't mean that like I'm bowing down to the Jews. I think that there certainly has been something that's come, come about within the last couple of decades where, um, Jewish, whatever you want to call them, have browbeat Christians into uh, believing uh, that the Jews are still the chosen people. They're not. Uh, that would be the Christians. Um, and there's been this weird in intermingling, especially within the Protestant circles, um, where like we have to defend Israel for the Jews and stupid shit like that. You know what I mean? So I have certainly a problem with that. I think Israel should be ran by Christians, no one else. Uh, but that's my point of view. So anyway. Yeah, I'm all in on Jesus, you know. Honestly, I'm like, <clears throat> sorry, but the whole Jews to me just took a back seat. And they're just not with the same program as me. They are stuck yeah, well, and they're supposed to be. That was forecast too, process prophesized years ago that they wouldn't even get it. Yeah, um, Isaiah, yeah. Jeremiah, so, um, they prophesied about the Messiah, and yeah, it's so been, been a on while. The Antichrist. Yeah, it's been a while. Otherwise known as what we would, you know, we're waiting on Jesus. And what they think is Jesus is supposedly the Antichrist. Yeah, I've heard that that theory too. All right, here we go. Let me back up just a tad bit to this goofball. They created customs that were different from the Jewish customs, so the Jewish people would stay away from Christianity. The manuscript circulated in secret among Jews. Toldot Yeshu presents the later history of the Christian religions, which of course happened because the Jews planted uh, a sort of counter agent who was going to act as if he was a Christian, but he was going to convince the Christians to leave the, the Jewish religion. The Talmud continues with their script and language were borrowed from another nation. Rashi's commentary to this continues, others wrote their books for them. So others wrote their books for them, namely John, Paul, and Simon Peter, all of them Jews. They, the Jews, transformed the language into an obscure one 
in order to separate them from Israel. They impersonated priests and ordained all the children, all the Christian laws and customs and books, as is stated explicitly in the Kliat Yesu narrative. This is a little controversial because a lot of people. I was high, by the way, when I first watched this. So I had to keep like going back and lose train of thought and start like, uh, oh, fuck. What was so, he saying? <clears throat> did Jesus have his haircut like that guy? No, with the what are those called dreidels? At one point, because it you know he grew up and he did everything they're supposed to do. Is that something they were supposed to do? I don't. Because... I think that came from the 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 rabbis after Jesus. Okay, because where you that get was the... something that I realized I don't have to do everything he did. You know, yeah, I think it would be cool to do on my bucket list. <laughs> Kinda <laughs> fucking tr your sideburns way out. I I think I've heard that that's actually on the yamaka. I might be but wrong. But if you, I, you know, if there was supposed that. to be a weird haircut, Jesus had it at some point. But you have like the yamaka, and that, and then you put these like um almost like extension. What are they called? What are they, what do the black girls wear? Extensions. Extensions, and they're just extensions. That's all those are. Yes, little. I don't Cyburn. like that. Pissed me off. I don't like that. That's I don't crazy. like it either. We have parts here in Michigan. I think West Bloomfield is has a lot of Jews in it. You know, I'm like that's kind of gay. Sorry, Southfield. You, you got girl stuff on, dude. Yeah, I don't know about them dreidels. I think they're called dreidels. Um, no, those dreidels is like a little top. It's a wooden top. Oh, is that the the spinning the dreidel, top? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Oh yeah. What the hell are those stupid things called? I don't know. Curly, girly. Yeah, the curls. The curly, curls. girly. Sideburns, bro. All right, here we go. Different from the Jewish customs. So the Jewish people would stay away from Christianity. The manuscript circulated in secret among Jews. Toldot Yeshu presents the later history of the Christian religions, which of course happened because the Jews planted uh, a sort of counter agent who was going to act as if he was a Christian, but he was going to convince the Christians to leave the, the Jewish religion. So this is my my problem. Who the fuck created Christianity? Jesus. Okay, so then who were the Christians? If Jesus created Christianity, and we have the manuscripts, right? We have the text, right. and Paul was in those. I'm sorry, um, Peter so was in those. He's a Christian. But they're saying, and this was my argument at the beginning of this. They're saying they that were they Jews, sent, but they are now Christians. Yeah, but the, the point being is that the text... Include Saint, uh, I'm sorry, Simon Peter in them, right? And yeah, it's but pretty this early is that on. Anonymous text. No, 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 that's not the one that I'm talking about. I mean, I know what they're saying, like in the New Testament, yeah, right? But this is what they're saying. I'm talking about this is how retarded their argument is. They're saying in this shitty ass text that they, prior to this, in the beginning of it all, sent Simon Peter to the Christians. But my point being is who created Christianity? Well, Jesus, sure. But in our text, which this, can disprove they said this. Simon Peter after Jesus, Simon Peter did his ass, right? No, no, I don't think you're following what I'm saying. They sent him and Jesus found him. Yeah, but the... the That's what I'm finding. The, no, so when okay, did they me, send oh, him on, anywhere? On, on. Time out. <clears throat> They're saying that there was a group called the Christians. 
Yes. That did happen, but it wasn't until after Christ ascended. Right. right? So they were gone. Yes. But they already had the books at that point. Yes, they had Matthew. I mean, Mark, they had Luke, them within about yeah, yeah. But they had them in about forty, within about thirty to well, thirty to forty years after Christ ascended. So well, there's that time frame. Unless they're, they're saying we that could have had all kinds before then. We just don't have them. But even then, it was like I don't even think it was up until after all of that. It's I keep saying after he ascended. I want to say it was like later than all of that when they started calling these people that were following this new way that followed Christ Christians. And, right. and so to send uh, Peter in to create this new religion just doesn't make any sense. No, it's already created. And they're saying, they're saying later centuries. They're not even saying like within the first hundred years, they're saying hundreds of years later. They sent a different Peter, I guess. <clears throat> Anyway, all right, let's see what the rest of this lady Well, 100 years Did later, 1,000 years later, was the Middle Ages or the medieval right. time. Right. And this is their anonymous book. But here, I'll have her so say it circulated among the Jews. She's saying the later centuries, which is hundreds, right? Centuries. It could be. So not decades later, but centuries later. And they created customs that were different from the Jewish customs. So the Jewish people would stay away from Christianity. The manuscript circulated in secret among Jews. Toldot Yeshu presents the later history of the Christian religion, which of course happened because the Jews planted uh, a sort of counter agent who was going to act as if he was a Christian, but he was going to convince the Christians to leave the, the Jewish religion. The Talmud continues with their script and language were borrowed from another nation. Rashi's commentary to this continues, others wrote their books for them. So others wrote their books for them, namely John, Paul, and Simon Peter. All of them Jews, they, the Jews, transformed the language into an obscure one in order to separate them from Israel. They impersonated priests and ordained all the children, all the Christian laws and customs and books, as is stated explicitly in the Kliat Yesu narrative. This is a little controversial because a lot of people want to deny this happened, but the, uh, but the first Pope was actually a Jewish scholar and this first pope who was this great scholar saint peter died between this is in wikipedia super solid source to Our. use for information uh, also known as simon peter simon or simeon simon cephas or peter the apostle it's one of the 12 apostles blah 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 according to Trish, christian tradition peter was crucified in rome under emperor nero he is traditionally counted as the first bishop of rome oh yeah that's Duh. He was not a pope. He was a rabbi in living in Jaffa. He was a fisherman. And to this day, the pope wears a ring that has a fisherman on it um, from this first pope. But the first pope was actually just a great rabbi. And the Jews were being terribly hassled by the early Christians who were hanging around Israel. And he had an idea. He says, I'm if you give me permission, he went to the sages. He said, if you give me permission, I would like to go to the temple and ask the Kohanim for certain names of God that only they're allowed to use, and I will use them, create miracles, get all the Christians excited about it, and then move them out of Israel. Toldos Yeshua gives us the following story. Did you hear what he just said? Yeah, he's uh, saying Peter was the Pied Piper of uh, 
Yeah. Of, for the Jews. He's just going to whistle. Well, for the Dixie. Christians. But he's, they're saying that Peter created basically the Christianity. But how, in, in that he was sent by the Jews to lead the Christians away. Yeah. Those two, those two things don't make sense. Like they're saying that the Jews sent Peter to get the Christians to go away. Right. But they're also saying that Peter created Christianity. So he created Christianity to then take Christian Christians away. You can't, he's, they're putting, they're, they're fucking around with the, the, the chicken and the egg, they're just fucking it up all around. Like none of this makes sense on its surface level. But again, if you're listening through all these different clips of all of these different, what I don't know if these are Pharisees or Sadducees or whatever the fuck these high, I would assume um, higher end Jew scholars are, uh, but all these clips together, again, you're coming from a, a surface level understanding of all of this and you listen to this shit. It's like, oh, wow, I'm learning it. I'm learning a secret knowledge right now. You know, right. so Adam from No More News must must have found the secret. And he's, you know, Christianity is just a made up religion. That's what I'm that's what I'm arguing against right now. OK. And certainly but even though like I could argue that all they're doing is confirming what actually happened, but they're trying to spin it a different way. Yeah. And and, and that's kind of my response to this is. That, like in a gaslighting way. Sure, but but yeah, yeah. In order to make you to, sounds make you think no, you're stupid well, because maybe, you believe more that. More so for them as Jews to say, "Hey, we're Jews and we're, we believe in the right thing. You believe in the wrong thing. Yeah, you believe in a made up thing. We believe in the right thing, and this is why. And it's kind of um, it's kind of reinstilling in them their own faiths yeah. by believing in this." Even though they're believing in an anonymous story. book that was written in the middle medieval right. times, right? They can't, you know, they yeah. don't know who wrote that. Sorry about Shimon Kippa. The early Christians were, of course, all Jews, as Yeshua himself was a Jew, and as a result, similar to Messianic Jews today, they infiltrated Jewish congregations. They davened in synagogues. They participated in Shabbat and in Yom Tov. And this was a very dangerous thing. This was like a cancer within Judaism. Because as a result, your Jewish friends and neighbors might be espousing Christian heretical ideas. And the Chachamim, the hated Pharisees of the New Testament, so to speak, the Pharisees thought this was a very, very dangerous thing. Because this was introducing a cancerous influence that could take Jews away from Judaism. So Shimon Kippa volunteered to do the equivalent of a suicide mission, a spiritual suicide mission. He basically said, I will create a church. I will create a new religion. I will, as it were, take Christians out of Judaism and make them a sect and make them a group that is totally distinct. And in that way, they will be seen to be a different religion. In other words, they will no longer be part of Judaism, so to speak. They will be separate. And although once they're separate, they could oppress us, they could hurt us in various ways, but at least black and white will be clearly demarcated. We will know. Christian, Jewish. If you see a picture of the Vatican, you take a look and you say, look at this guy, okay? You look at, the, for example, the, uh, the the Pope, and you look and say, you know something? The guy's wearing a yarmulke. 
Number one, <laughs> this guy must be a rabbi. Until you look at the wall and you see a crucifix on the wall, okay? Then you say, uh-oh, totally different thing. And you realize that Christianity is a bastardized, a monster form of Judaism. It's Judaism in a way because it teaches about God, it teaches about Kedusha, it teaches about Avos Hashem, it does. They speak about loving God and that God loves you. It talks about repentance. It talks about Olam Haba and Olam Hazer, about what the future world, about the kingdom of heaven. It's loaded with Jewish concepts. The problem is, is they stuck in this concept that the man, the Mashiach who they believe, okay, also happens to be a God. Boom! Piece of Avodah Zohar. They couldn't leave out the Avodah Zohar. Okay, so it's Judaism with a piece of up the Zohar attached onto it. That's part one. So it's like, with what that guy would say, it's like, no shit. No shit, Sherlock. That is exactly what it is. I mean, like, of course, on Christianity on the Sorry. is different than Judaism. Dumbass! Well, I'm sorry. It cannot even be. It can't be Jews. <clears throat> you can't be Christian and be a Jew. Well, just, I'll make the, no. the the argument that it's the fulfillment of Judaism, right? Because there's in Judaism, and we, we are completely with, different. With Isaiah, Jeremiah, right? Is right. that there's a there's a Messiah coming. Now, they only considered him because of the law, and that's where they get their salvation. They'll talk about that in this next video. They only considered this Messiah, I don't know, I guess, to be the top prophet that's ever existed. They didn't understand him to be the Lord, even though I think in Isaiah, Jesus talks about this, in which he questions the Pharisees and says, well, why does the Lord say why does David say, the Lord said to my Lord, I will put your enemies at your footstool, as your footstool? How can he be his son if he calls him Lord? Right. So even Isaiah said that back in the day to point out that this isn't the Messiah is not just a prophet. He is God. See what I mean? Yeah. And so they even had that back then. And then Jesus came along and was the fulfillment of not only the, the promises and the prophecies, but of the law itself. He is the word of God. He is God. And the Jews don't want to believe in that. And so, yeah, we have all of these. Um, and I shouldn't say all of these, but we have our structure that's um, the word predicated from the jews so yeah there's obviously all of this jewish influence because they were our root and we are the fulfillment of that messianic judaism from back in the day when christ came we believe that that's who the messiah is they don't they are still waiting for him it's like it's right. been some time even though they like got fucking... the same bible can read the same things right the, the torah same signs now, the and, Kabbalah and the Talmud both came after Jesus, and that's when the rabbin, I think it's called the rabbinic Judaism, came about. That's when the fucking dreidels and bolster, or whatever. Yeah, that, that's when all the smart rabbis got together and answered some empty questions that were left yeah. blank. 
Well, and Jesus just put these guys to shame, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the lawyers, um, and, and pointed out, like, you guys are so stuck to these laws that that's what you worship. You don't worship God. You worship these yeah. laws that we gave you. And that was kind of the the unraveling, not so much of the law, but rather of them following the law that Jesus came in to, to showing them, was saying, believe in me. That's what I, I gave you the law to make you act right. I didn't give you the law to worship the law and to think that that was how you became um, saved. Because he even talks about like how they scoff off faith in God and even the law itself um, through things like when he talked about uh, honoring your mother and your father. And he said, what uh, you say now to your mother and father, what you would have get, gotten from me is Corbin, which is basically given to God. And it, it it's like a loophole that you can get by with not honoring your mother and your father. Excuse me. So, you know, they even screw up their own law and Jesus just, just ran them through the muck because of it. So, all right, here's the second part. We are past an hour. Um, all right. So that was, I mean, the, the, really the first video is, is more so what I wanted to point at and I'll kind of show you my response, which I feel like I wrote it down better than anything. And here I am. Look at me. John Omerchata right John there. John Omerchata. We done, um, uh, oh, look at him. Yeah. Well, I had three. I had to, I had to, it took me a second. <laughs> Again, I was a little high when I was writing this. So I said, wait, so they, and this is going to Adam uh, Green. I said, so wait, so they, in parentheses, the Jews that you hate and say are so smart that they've been behind all the world's greatest deceptions, in parentheses, are taking credit for the creation of Christianity because they say they'd sent Simon Peter to the Christians to create the story of Christianity next tweet in the thread and that somehow discredits the story of the creation of Christianity that the Christ that the Christians have been telling for nearly 2000 years. Um, and I kind of fucked this up a little bit. I said that high ranking Jewish clergy or whatever, and who are heavily based and whose best interests are in discrediting Christianity are now claiming that Jews made it all up. So these people these Jewish high-ranking Jewish clergy or whatever who are heavily biased and it's in their best interest in discrediting the story of Christianity are now claiming that Jews made it all up. See what I mean? That's kind of my whole point to all of this. And then I said to Adam, and you who don't believe anything the Jews say, believe this. I said, this is your bigotcha to Christians. I said, uh, I thought you'd have some crazy super secret shit. This is just embarrassing. And the second part is about as retarded. And he has not responded to it, which kind of pisses me off because I really wanted to debate him on this. Because anybody that makes this kind of fucking bold proclamation, it's like, all right, let's fucking get at it, dude. Let's let's have ourselves a little back and forth. Yeah. All they did was uh, back time the actual birth of Christianity and try to line it up into their narrative. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, debating an atheist to an effect, like uh, Richard Dawkins or or Sam Harris or Christopher Hitchens. It's like they, they 
try to keep moving further. They want to, they want to avoid the debate overall by getting to the very beginning of it, like say the big bang or, or the story of creation. They want to claim that it was the big bang, not the story of creation so that they don't even have to deal with any of the other stuff. Right. Right. Um, in the same way, that's what these Jewish, I don't know if they're rabbis or if they're just scholars or whatever they are, are claiming in this, this fucking anonymous book from the middle middle ages um you know that that says that well we take away the whole entire story of christianity because we started it you know what i mean yeah. that's what they're trying to claim and it was really popular back then they didn't talk about it being popular now yeah to the fucking middle ages all. are you shitting me don't you think that oh i don't know um Nero. Dude, it was like science fiction man yeah. that kind of stuff uh candlelight at night was <laughs> trippy as fuck. well if this were the case don't you think that nero who hated the christians would have gotten his hands on it maybe the jews would have told him because he had some he had some problems with the jews too and also yeah, christians you don't fond. think the jews would have been like if they were this smart to like let's do all this and, and get rid of the christians do you think they wouldn't have fucking handed that over to nero yeah. and nero, nero would have knew about it nero, nero burned everything down and blamed it on the christians yeah nero absolutely detested the christians <laughs> so you know and especially for the flavians that's who it was for the flavians after and josephus you know don't you think that they would have fucking found out about it especially josephus being a jewish uh um history keeper you know but none Nobody of that was like the jews they back then they all, all the way killed right they waited um I don't know, maybe a thousand years, hundreds of years, maybe even a thousand years uh, before the secret was given out, you know, for everybody to, to to write it down and spread it around. It's like, dude, this is, it's such a stretch. We started all that. Yeah, it's such they, a stretch. They were the CIA and started Al-Qaeda. They, okay, I get you. So, here we go. I have to give up my affiliation with the Jewish community. I have to go to Yashka and say I embrace him wholeheartedly and i know i will never be part of the jewish community again i will live my life as one who repudiated judaism but i will continue to keep the commandments privately so the first pope was in fact a religious jew not only a jew but a religious jew according to this uh legend or this uh, story and shimon kippa just asked one thing he says i am leaving the jewish people forever in order that other jews should not be dragged into apostasy but he asked the sages please remember me remember the anniversary of my death. And in Toldos Yeshu, it is recorded that the fast of the ninth of Teves is in memory of Peter, who in our tradition actually is a saint, Saint Peter, so to speak, <laughs> because he sacrificed his own Judaism in order that Chloe Israel should not be hurt by Christian influence. Now, to did you hear that shit? How yeah. unbelievable. You have a Jew, that, what they're claiming, you have a Jew that is so Jew and he loves Judaism and he loves God that he's willing to sacrifice eternity with God to join this uh, other religion, Make believe, and take himself away from God and spend the rest of eternity in evil, I'm sorry, in, in, um, in evil, in hell, away from God. So that his Jewish brothers and sisters didn't become like him. Yeah. 
and then said, just remember me and fast on this day. It's like, I think a better answer or a better explanation for why they fast on this is it's just a fucking day that they fast. The Jews, again, had all sorts of times and shit like that that they would uh, sacrifice uh, fucking all sorts oh, yeah. of animals. And, moon could and, be here, moon could be there. Yeah, and days Every of time remembrance. Moon change all sorts of crazy they, shit. They were doing I think something. They probably just had, had, a, had a giveaway one. And whoever came up with this crazy fucking book back in the Middle Ages, uh, who was probably just bored out of his mind, um, came, if it if it even existed back then, you know, I think that I, I think a better explanation for this book was probably within the last couple hundred years, um, maybe even maybe in past couple decades, maybe even back to like the 40s, you know, when some shit was going down and the Jews didn't like it. Just saying, maybe maybe it was back then that they created this book, and it, it fits before. their narrative. This is kind of like their climate change. <laughs> yeah, their BLM. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so far fetched. Um, it sounds like Greta Thunberg sitting there. Yeah, and this guy, us, and these guys, are, Christian ain't even real. Lucky here, we found a book. Well, and these guys, you know, are just so nonchalantly talking into a, a camera. And then, you know, give it, showing it around and then somebody leaks it. It's like, you don't think this shit would have been leaked a thousand, two thousand years ago when you're saying that this happened, that somebody might have fucking been like, hey, guess what we're doing to the Christians, you know, or hey, we're going to start a new religion for whatever reason. You know, it's just like this is so far fetched. So but that's his <laughs> terrible, terrible story as to what happened. Add something even more wild to this. He also composed a prayer and he asked the sages to include this prayer in the liturgy. And this prayer is none other than the prayer Nishmas. Nishmas, Nishmas is a very beautiful prayer that we recite every Shabbos morning and we recite at the Pesach Seder. And according to at least one Masorah, the author of Nishmas is none other than Shimon Kippa. And in memory of his Great, great sacrifice for the Jewish people. We recite his beautiful prayer. And he says, but I'll do it under one condition, that the punishment for doing such a thing will fall on all of us. I don't want to take all the blame. Meaning I'll be the fall guy, but we're sharing the punishment from heaven. So that kind of goes in contradiction to what the first guy just said. Well, I'm going to take it all on myself so that I can save you. And now this guy is going, we're all fucked. Well, then why do it? You know, you're, you're fucked either way. Why would you? Okay, so now you're going to wait. We're going to send you off, but we're still going to end up fucked in the, in the end. This is retarded. For using the names of God for this. And the uh, and they agreed. He went to the temple and he got the names from the Kohanim. And he started doing acts of wonders for the early Christians. And when they all got like kind of uh, rallied behind him, he says, uh, we're moving to Rome. <laughs> and there, everyone's like, what? He says, that's right. It's the word of God. We're moving to Rome. And, and all the early Christians were like, Rome it is. You know, we're with, we're with Bozo. You know, and they, they all went to Rome. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> his claim here is that Simon Peter moved the Christians to Rome. 
and that, and then you get the Vatican, and he's. <laughs> but they still hold up this idea that like, um, oh shit, Constantine, right? Because like I think either he talks about it in this video, or I don't know if they, I don't think they talked about it in the first one, so I think it is this one. They talk about Constantine making all of Rome Christian, but then they, <laughs> the the, the was, fucking that was down the road. Yeah, that was down the road. It wasn't during the time he didn't move the Christians no, well, to Rome. This was happening in the first, yeah, in 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 the in the first century, um, it was with it was in uh, the three hundred something A.D. Yeah, there wasn't a migration. Yeah, it wasn't when um, Simon Peter was around. Yeah, so uh, these guys are just bullshit. Like I think I'm, I think I'm offended by just the sheer confidence that they have. In well, the they were like Mormons, man. They were all being sent out by twos preaching about Jesus everywhere. Yeah, to Rome. This is two thousand years ago. No oh. time of the beginning of Christianity. Yeah, see, he even claims. And they oh, moved yeah. to Rome, and he became known as the first pope. Our tradition tells us that the Edomites are the ancestors of the Romans, and indeed of all Europeans and the entire Christian world. The Midrash says, "Quote." Two orphans were left to Esau, namely Remus and Romulus. And you, God, gave permission to a she-wolf to suckle them, and afterwards they arose and built Rome. In the Midrash, God tells David, quote, I know you can defeat Edom, but I wish to subdue my world through them, that is, to Rome. I need Rome for future generations until the final redemption. The Edoimim, Esau was called Edoim, and his descendants were known as the nation of Edoim. According to Chazal, Edom is the father of Rome, what would later become the Roman Empire. Edom, at the time of the Roman Empire, at the time of the Talmud, was also a reference to the Roman Empire. When they decided it's time for a new god, and it's time for a monotheistic god, it's time to discover somewhat of the god of the Bible, who created the whole universe, and who demands morals and ethics. It's a whole new type of god. We're not worshipping a star or a constellation. Who did they take? They took the Netzer Nitov. He says they took the Christian, Yeshu HaNoitzri, who came from Nazareth. That's why it's Noitzri from Nazareth in Hebrew, not Seres. So they took him. Nitov is a disgraceful word. To appoint him as their Lord, as their deity, as their God. So some more bullshit for absolutely no reason. I mean, this is what I say to like the, the people that believe in the Big Bang. It's like, okay, so for absolutely no reason whatsoever, these people who have these all these, in Rome, these people have fucking no reason to switch up. I mean, maybe other than like the, the crops aren't coming in, you know, these gods that they're playing to aren't doing whatever, but as a, a whole, as a society, we're just going to believe in one God. We're just going to decide one day that that's it. And you know what? Instead of creating our own, like we've done for however long, we're going to go and we're just going to take the Christians. That's what's going to happen. And it's all going to fall into place for the Jews. Fucking what? Like that hurts my head to even try to wrap around as opposed to the story that we've all been to told throughout history about Constantine and how he uh, had heard about the Christians and right before he was going to die in this battle, he said, all right, 
I'll give in to the Christians who they uh, persecuted and oppressed and tried to find and kill. And then said, all right, let's do this. Put crosses on our, our shields. And then they ended up doing it. And there's something in the sky. And they went and they fought and they won. And he said, okay, God answered my prayer. There's only one. So that's the story of why Constantine became a Christian. And then Constantine, because he's the ruler, made it so that all of Rome was Christian. These dickheads are coming up Overnight. with like, yeah, yeah. And that was Constantine. But these guys are like, no, it's just we, you know, we're kind of fucking sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Uh, let's come up with a, a new religion because these other religions are just boring. Yeah. You know, and then this this one religion just stuck, just so happened to stick, even though it's not true. Also, according to these guys, it's like, <sighs> come the fuck on, dude, come up with it. I thought these Jews were supposed to all be like high IQ and have better you know, more creative ways of coming up with stories, i.e. the Jews in Hollywood. Ah, this fucking guy. Well, they are in that's breeding. <laughs> Good point, I guess. When the words of Yitzhak were fulfilled, when he told his son Esau, you're going to worship your brother. You're not only going to work for your brother, Mela is working for a brother. People do that all the time. <coughs> But you're going to worship your brother. Was that 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 does sound familiar? That was Esau and Jacob, right? That he's talking about um, the story of Esau and Jacob. Do you remember that? I know God hated Esau. I don't think God hated him. I th from the story that I remember is that uh, I, what was who was their father? whoever their father was for Esau and Jacob, Esau was the firstborn and he was supposed to be the, the, um, the rightful heir to his father's stuff. And his father was dying and Esau was a hunter and he had, he was very hairy and very manly and he went out and he hunted and, and would oftentimes bring home, um, really good, you know, meals to, you know, meat or whatever to cook. He bring home the bacon. Yeah. And Jacob was more of like a mama's boy and his mother loved, Jacob more than she loved her other son Esau and so I guess one day what happened was they shaved the lamb and while Esau was out had Jacob um, put put on the the hair of uh, the lamb so that he felt like his brother and his dad couldn't see because he was old he was about to die and as he was going to bless Esau with the rights to pass on the promise of Abraham um, she they they made a, a bowl of this meal that Esau would usually make and presented it as if and presented it with Jacob doing it as if Esau was doing it so that Jacob would get the, the rights. And when Esau came in after his hunt, he found out all this had gone on and he had basically been undermined by his own mother and his brother. And the and God followed that whoever the father gave his blessing to. That's what God went with. And so it didn't go to Esau and Esau was pretty mad and he was going to kill Jacob. And I think they ended up hiding him and whatever. Um, and then it, it went on from there. And so the promise did go on through with Jacob. But later in the Bible, it talks about Esau and Jacob coming together and Esau forgave him and all was OK. Like it wasn't it wasn't like this, this, you know, terrible thing. And then Esau went off to, you know, live with his family and, and all that after it all. So. I don't know about this part. I feel like that that could be true about like Esau worshiping his brother, but 
Your avoidance for Elikus, your brother is going to become your deity. An empire that was at one point totally pagan becomes essentially 100% Christian. But basically, Christianity is imposed upon the native populations in these countries. So, for example, the idea of a creator versus the paganism of having many, many gods. These are ideas that were rooted in the Tanakh, the Jewish Bible, and become spread through the missionary efforts of Christianity, basically presenting basic Jewish ideas to the rest of the world. Why were they so successful in spreading to the entire world? Possibly, this all plays into God's plan, that if the Jewish Messiah came to a pagan world, the world would not notice. It wouldn't register. Listen to this shit. This is, this. it's not my favorite part of all this, but it's pretty fucking funny that these guys start saying what they're about to say. They're basically like, well, so God used Jesus, and it's like, I can see it from a Jewish lens, I guess, <laughs> how you would put it together like that. Or maybe the story of Jesus is real. <laughs> like, they're yeah. so close. They're so fucking close right now, like, with all of these guys. And, and I remember sitting there going, am I too high right now? Am I hearing these guys for what they're saying? Is this right? I'm like, you all really can't put all this together, I know. right? You're, it's you're... like you're so not so close you're saying all the right things <laughs> but you're coming at it from a whole different perspective yeah just take that next step and you'll be right there you know and and, and i guess they just can't just, see you it. Know, two steps to the right and you got it i mean they're essentially saying and this is this is i think what the jews problem has been for centuries um or millennia millennials whatever is that what they're saying here is that God isn't strong enough to pass his own message on to people. You know what it is? You know? Is they're mad they didn't get it. They're mad that that it was prophesied that Jesus would come along and these dummies would sacrifice him. And they did. And they thought they were so self-righteous. They were like, we would never. A perfect ever. point. Self-righteous. As in, they want to believe that they are better than us. These yeah. people, I truly think that these these guys, I'm not saying all Jews, but certainly these guys, are hard up on the idea that they are God's chosen people and they are better than everyone else, than all other races. That I think was that that's, not that, the Messiah. Right. Because if it's the Messiah, then they're not. And that's the problem here. Right? And they're going to mention that here in a bit, is that they're all... They're all the people to show everybody else the way. And they were never intended to make everybody Jews, but rather like a priest in his flock. Not everybody can be a priest, right? So they're all the priests and we're all the flock and they're all the teachers and we're all the students. and We're not as good as them. Yeah, we're Gentiles. Right. So which kind of even in their terms is like, OK, not as bad as like what Adam and No More News and, and those type of people would say about the Jews you know, in, in terms of like, we're worthless, like the Gentiles are just worthless and, and we should be killed off and the, and the Jews should remain. But rather what these guys are saying is like, well, we're the teachers and they're the students, but we should, we should all be okay and, and be loved by God. I think that's kind of what they're saying. I don't believe any of that shit, what these guys are saying or what Adam and those guys are saying, but rather that Jesus Christ is God. He is the Lord and we're all saved through him, you know, 
And these guys are just, like you said, they're having a hard time giving up their righteousness, I guess. Yeah, they're just stupid. They've been believing a lie. True. That we started. Because they they just haven't, they haven't allowed themselves to become complete. Yeah. The idea of a Jewish Messiah in a pagan world doesn't engage them. It's irrelevant. I have Mm -hmm. no problem believing that God, exactly as Maimonides put it, this movement called Christianity, spreading the God of Israel and the knowledge of the Bible and the values in the Bible and that whole faith to the world needed to happen. And in order for it to happen, as you as you said, paraphrasing Maimonides, yeah, uh, just to understand it, not necessarily agreeing with him, but to understand it, um, that God was, Maimonides says that God was using Jesus and he was using this thing called Christianity to spread the knowledge of him to the world. So... He did that. I don't even have a problem believing. I don't <laughs> yes, even have a problem accepting the fact that God empowered Jesus and his followers to perform miracles. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. It doesn't, and, and I'm not the first rabbi to say it. And he did. There's rabbis from centuries True. ago who said the same thing. If that was God's plan, meaning building off of Maimonides, if God's plan was for this Christianity to be successful in spreading to the nations of the world and it did why wouldn't he empower them to do that as well it's entirely possible like I mean if I'm playing God for a second I need all these people in the world all these heathens and pagans to know me and this is the only way it's gonna work because I they, they they need some incentive and self this concept of personal salvation which is so central to Christianity, yeah. which has virtually yeah, no we, currency we, whatsoever got in it. traditional Judaism. Nope. It, you know, Judaism. We think nationally. That's, that's important, what he just said. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah you got no, no salvation in Judaism. Yeah. So personal salvation amongst us has no currency in Judaism. Yeah, you gotta like you know you gotta sacrifice things. Right. You gotta fast. Yeah. You gotta. You know, rub your belly and pat your head. I will not be surprised if this guy is is Christian and becomes a Christian before he dies. Like this one for sure really seems like he is just so close. I mean, he's saying it. He's basically saying it. It's like, yeah, dude. Like, just you've done all that. Good job. Jesus is God. That's all you got to do. And then you're right there. You're almost. I mean, you're basically within the room, right? You're right there. So just one more step. I can't deny anything he says other than he's coming at it from a different <laughs> no. perspective. I can't deny a single thing he said. Well, okay. So what does that mean to you, buddy? And a little further. But this concept of personal salvation, which becomes a central component hold on, of hold the on. faith system. I get hold on. If you back up and you do everything backwards, it all comes back to worship Satan. When you 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 back you play it all backwards, what he just said. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. But otherwise, he was oh, just so uh, spouting the truth. Look, Irish there's, people. Little, there's Jesus in the little baby lambs. Yeah. Irish people in the winter, especially up here in the north. Oh, dude, our backs get so fucking itchy. And I fuck it, I'll do it later. Oh, that was good enough, though, man. That's that's orgasmic. Scratch your back in the fucking winter. Here we go. Let's scratch your back and take a Q-tip to your ear. Oh, yeah. That's good shit. 
<laughs> the idea of of a tangible human being who embodies God. Maybe this was necessary for people to have something to attach to, maybe. because the Jewish people we have the law. We have a very comprehensive uh, relationship with God through the law. So I'm God, and I want people to go out, and I want them to spread knowledge of me. Maybe it was a concession to allow this. In Judaism, there's a concept when, with regard to the faith of the nations. The goal of the people of Israel is to spread knowledge of God to all the peoples of the earth. The goal is not to make everyone Jewish. We're called a kingdom of priests, right, right. and that means that there has to be a flock. If we're if we're the priests, there's got to be a flock, and the flock is the world. But according to Judaism, our goal for the world is that everyone have faith in the God of Israel. If they also have faith in in, if they also believe about the God of Israel that He incarnated Himself in a human body, that may not be what God wants from His priestly class, but it may be it, it may be perfectly fine All right, for the so, nations of the world if that. Oh, sorry, I thought you said that's that. their way into believing in it. And this is going to be very strange to you. It's his brother, Asaph. Asaph, right? He chose, he said, you know something? You're going to bring the Gula. You're going to bring my message to the entire world. What? What is the Asaph? Asaph is Rome. Asaph is Edom. And Edom fundamentally, Edom or Rome is the foundation of Christianity. Christianity? You know, if you ever look at Christianity, it's a very strange thing. There was no such religion like that in the entire world. There wasn't. Why? Because Christianity is not paganism in the normal sense. In paganism, they worship idols, right? And they sacrifice to appease the gods, whatever have you. Christianity doesn't do that. Christianity believes that you have to love God. It's incredible. So Rome conquered yeah. the world, and then Rome, of course, later on, Rome became completely Christian under Constantine and Dom, and they conquered the world and so on. The Christian's nation to appease the gods, whatever have you. Christianity doesn't do that. Christianity believes that you have to love God. It's incredible. So Rome conquered the world, and then Rome, of course, later on, Rome became completely Christian under Constantine and Dom, and they conquered the world and so on. The Christians' nation dominate the world. They do. And what they do is they have brought the awareness of Hashem and many concepts of Torah to the world. They have. They've done it instead of us, you see. Now, that was the job. So Peter said, so, yeah, even he says it right at the end that how Christianity spread throughout Rome because of uh, Constantine. And um, and then he even said, well, they did it, not us. And it's like, yeah, I know. Right. Crazy. how God maybe had a plan this entire fucking time, you know. Oh, some people. So they're spreading God's love instead of them. Man. Yeah, I was saying uh, when he was talking about we're supposed to spread God's word. And I'm like, Jews do not spread God's word. Do they not? I thought that they do have uh, like some mission missionary type stuff. I've never had a Jew show up at my door. No, nope. good point. Once. Me neither. I've never had any Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses showing up at the door. I've had them show up, Mormons. Uh, you should run into the Seventh-day Adventist, but uh, I haven't. What's my father-in-law? My fa I think my father-in-law is a, a Seventh-day Adventist. Ad whatever that's called. All of them should be out. 
knocking on the door and shaking the hands. Let's say if my father-in-law's name is Phil. We call Phil. him St. Phil. Not that Saint it is. Phil. Hold the names back. But we do call him St. Phil. St. Phil. Because he's such a mark. good dude. I mean, even, even you know, he believes in Christ, but I don't, I don't know, seven-day Ad Adventists. I've never gotten into a debate with him. I'll say that about it. Well, they got oh, my wife way of looking at things. My wife has gotten into some debates with me there, and I'm like, like I try not to, you know, correct anybody. I don't want to be that dick that sits around and fucking, oh well, you need to believe in Christ this way. Although I do, you know, try to promote it, but my common denomination breakdown of seven day Adventist is cult. <laughs> I don't. I. I I I think he's gonna go to heaven, but I don't I don't I don't like the seven day Adventists or the the um Mormons. What's the other one? Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't like any of them that make you stay within your own people mm. and not you know get out and hang out in the world too. I gotcha. Okay, so that was it. Um. I feel like we broke that down pretty good. I think we got the uh, the point across that we wanted to make. So thank Heck you for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's plug ourselves real quick. And then we're going to do a palate cleanser right after. And that'll be the end of the show. So plug yourself, sir. Uh, if you need to get a hold of me, baddogshow at yahoo.com. You can hear me at the fringeradionetwork.com. Fringe radionetwork.com and we got it is eight up with different shows a gauntlet of eclectic shows on the fringe radio network.com and okay. he's also on facebook and who knows maybe one day i might be on the fringe radio network if, if if the guy doesn't you know likes me at some point and i can i can curb the cussing who knows i did have an episode where I didn't cuss not one single time, and that was with uh, the Shadow Priest. And I posted that. I need to go in and I see appreciate that. how many you got, how many views or things. At one point, I looked. Well, but yeah, I did post that. And you also posted. So we've we did a show prior to this one, and I haven't posted it yet. I don't know what my problem is, but I didn't post yet. I will post that before this one. So either tonight or tomorrow morning. I'll be posting the other one, and then I'll post this one. Follow us at Rumble. Follow us at Rumble. Follow us. Tell at your friends and your mom and your your preacher to follow us on Rumble. That's right. I'm gonna look it up right now so I can share. Or else, John Omerchado will beat you with a wet noodle. I've. I could. More than one wet noodle. I mean, I he's going to have a whole bag full of wet noodles to beat bag. you with. Maybe I don't put .com. Oh. Oh, yeah, here we go. Never mind. All right, so let's see. Ooh, late night nuggets. You can just type in late night nuggets, and it'll come up. Now, oh, fucking both of us right here. Look at this. Look at how easy this is. Let me show. Let me share. Share, baby. Boom. Right there. Bad dog right above me. Gunpowder plot. I think there you I'll, go. 
<coughs> Look at that. I had, uh, was it? 34, 24 views. Yep. And 14. Five likes. We, we had more on the other one. Way more. Yeah, here's one. 25 days ago. I had 56. So that's some pretty decent interaction. Like in fucking hundreds. But, but I've you know, only got five followers. We've only been doing this for a little bit. Yeah. Um. So go to his. Click on Bad okay. Dog Show. Follow. And then go to Mind Gun Potter Plot. And follow, please, so that we can live stream on this. Yeah, follow That's one of us the 25 running. times. Yeah. <laughs> I think I only need 20 more. Last I looked. So, there so, you go. So do that for us, if you would. You can get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. That is metv1105 at gmail.com. Or you can go to... Oh, it's trying to be cool. And I didn't bring it up this time. Fuck me running. You can go to theweaponbook.com. I'm going to share that. Check this shit out. As soon as it loads. Theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. And did I fix this? I didn't fix it. I'm such a forgetful person. Uh, you can get the first chapter for free. That is not the first chapter. That is the first chapter. And you can see by the prices. That is the novella for $7.50, in which you get chapters 1 through 10, and or just the first chapter for free. Get it. Trust me, it's going to be good. Um, I know a lot of people are waiting on that audiobook to come out. Ooh, once you get it, you're going to be like, I need to read all of these other ones, because I can't wait for another however long before this second chapter comes out in the audio version. Um, so theweaponbook.com, go check that out. Uh, you can get a hold of me, or you can get a hold of me. You can find me on any social networking platform with the exception of TikTok yeah, yeah. and Instagram. I'm not on those two because those He's are a grinder. He finally gave up his account well, on grinder. Might still be on grinder. Who knows? <laughs> I guess you'll have to search me out, huh? Um, but yeah, so that's it. And now that we plugged, we are going to end. On a some giggles palate cleanser, yeah. On, oh, and for the listeners, what am I doing here? Remove. Oh, stop screen. Uh, for the listeners, you'll probably want to end right here. It's why we plug right now because as <laughs> as Bentley let me know before we started this show, it just sounds like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> As we giggle, watching people get hurt and shit. So, um, actually, we're going to be watching memes. Um, but yeah, I would say if you're listening, there's no real need for you to sit around and listen to yeah. us laugh. Unless go you to really Rumble, to. look us up, mm -hmm. watch the last and then watch the video, and and subscribe. Yeah, please do. So here we go. Um, share screen. Best means compilation to on T23. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, that was a bed. That was one of those um, mail-in beds that you get from, from wherever, and it's rolled super tight. <laughs> Cutting that bitch open. Better be ready. It flung open.
There we go. Set of legs. Don't get a hard High heels. That's a dude. You've got pantyhose on. That's kind of the telltale. Oh, my Lord. That's that Grandpa. Ready. That was an old man. Old Grandpa. Whoa. Somebody passing out in a suit. You ever fall out? <laughs> After several shots of Jaeger. Why does she have a hat and fucking winter coat on? Bring that baby inside. Let her eat in the warmth. Tomato soup. I mean, she's, com she's comfy enough to pass out. Stash. Because it was Russia. Oh. That's what those crazy fuckers do over there in Russia. Remember All right. Russia. You think this is hitting the cameraman in the nuts or what? It could be. Here comes a soccer ball. <laughs> I've done oh. that. Those fucking soccer nets are so dangerous. You just don't know. They'll grab hold of you. Even when the wind will blow just so ever so slightly and just catch a hold of one of your cleats and you're fucked. Oh, it caught him. Yeah. Bitches. Yeah. Oh, my bitches. Okay, here comes a woman. dog. That's her dog. Is she mad or is she wiping off the snow on her car? She's uh, she's mad. Let's see. Oh! Oh, 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 Guys like hearing sounds. Like they'll they'll listen to somebody like eat peanuts or like slurp on a pop or a popsicle or weird shit like that. That's what that was. They were just okay. fucking around with like a cheese grater on the microphone and shit like that. Okay. That is a big ass beer. Fucking guy's legs. What is the real At story the gas of January station? 6th? Yeah. Like, uh, it didn't look natural. Here's a nice promotion for the Epoch Times. Guys, this is a really good source. It's actually a source of mine. The Epoch Times, worldwide, international newspaper, and they're fucking great, dude. They get stories. It's 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 amazing where they get these stories from. And they're all tried and true. Um really good they they try not to play too too uh biased as far as i'm concerned right the left would call them far right or whatever fuck off they're gonna call anybody that isn't on their side far right but epoch times is a really good newspaper so i would highly suggest check them out um oh skip that fuck off go what i want to watch this guy again dude where was he it was so fast. <laughs> was that that guy's shoe that hit it's her? No. 
Yeah. Good job, though. <laughs> 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 that cock is gonna fuck him up. <laughs> like I said last time, dude, if a bird fucks with you, fuck him up. See? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, you're doing that wrong. How, oh, dude, dude, yeah. you've worked with people like this, right? <laughs> I have. You're like, I don't think this is for you, man. <laughs> A dancing parrot. Aww. Oh, kissing kitty cat. He loves his cat. I'm glad that I'm like pausing these because with some of these memes, they're so, and see, even with the other ones, they're so fast that like you don't get what's happening right away. Helicopter, helicopter. And it's type Crunch. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> when when somebody scares you like that, what like I get angry. I get so fucking angry. Like I have to walk away from them because I want to fight them. Even my kids, they'll do that. My my son and my daughter love scaring me. Well, and, for. Uh, Two months, a guy who had the uh, room on the other side of the hallway, our doors met. I went into my room. He went in his room. <laughs> Two months, he scared me, right? Two months, me turning around and just barely Fucking. not hitting him, yeah. right? And I'm like, dude, you got to quit doing that. And I'm like, I'm going to blast you someday. Yep. yep. And then uh, one day, he did it. And I turned around and punched him and shoved him, and he tore down his whole door frame. And he was laying in the other side of the room in his room. And I was like, "Dude, he's like, no, man, you, you, you told me." Yeah, he's I ha I feel like you have like everybody has a a shock reserve amount of retard strength. That when it you're hit with something like that fast, that you have that immense amount of strength to f just fucking break somebody in half. Yeah, it was just for a half a moment. Yeah, yeah, it's all it takes. But he scared me that one time. He scared <laughs> me every damn time. <laughs> that time I made contact. <laughs> but that is funny though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's at 808,000 likes for just that itty bitty little TikTok. Wish I could get that. <laughs> 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 
Love that cat. Yeah, they want to let go. Woman, send me now. <laughs> hey, you want to bite my banana? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macaroni with the chicken strips. <laughs> I love that, man. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Resident Evil. <laughs> oh my god. Coons are mean, dude. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. I am just yeah. not doing that. <laughs> 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 What? Those weren't black guys behind them the whole time, were they? Of course it goes into an ad, so I can't even see it. I love it. Ooh. That's got to be off the Florida Keys, right? That's down there off Seven Mile Bridge. Mm, look at that, dude. That's you, you couldn't handle that. You couldn't handle that. No way. Oh, I can handle it. I can handle every bit of that. Give it. They're right down the streets, eight mile. We got an eight mile. It's not as nice. Uh, as that. Same thing. It's eight mile, but it's down there. Gangsters. Look at that, dude. Fucking. Eminem. Little alcohol. I wonder if they got some weed down there. You can get your card. I can deal with that all day. Hold on. I got to see this Asian man and where these black. Yeah, he didn't have any black men next to him. Oh, it's a porno. <laughs> That's a porno. Yeah. <laughs> How perks give you deals on the food you love. The kind of deals that make you push. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you see that, was fat? Yeah, of course. Mom, you are fat. Count of three. There's, there's uh, one thing where these two guys. Um, <laughs> they hold uh, harmonicas in their mouth, right? I'm sorry, I'm like looking down here. I meant to, and um, I don't know. I, I guess they try to hurt each other, and it's funny, you know. Like, then they take bats or something and hit each other in the shins. Like one good time and see who can make the least amount of sounds. 
Oh, God, is it funny. I knew that was you. feels like my life sometimes dude or like the openings at the just the other way that i'm going you know and i'm causing the problem for myself oh oh, oh. oh my. what the hell <laughs> she fucking ran over from dude oh See how I just assumed it was a woman driving? <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, dude, that's terrible! <clears throat> if can you see my my arrow? Yeah. Okay, this is where the guy is. <laughs> that was his back. Oh, it can't be good. Oh, she knocked the breath out of her. Knocked the pee out of her. Oh, did she? No. Did she break her arm? No. Oh, oh no. This is just oh, no. what guys do, man. I know it'll always. Ow. Dick, dude. Ow. Ow. <laughs> wow. They do this every year. Why? <laughs> yeah. Good vibes. Cedric Poo. <laughs> Moo. Raw. Raw.
Russian shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Epic failure. Somebody was out late. <laughs> Drunk. Here to you. Some Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <Skateboard>. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I gotta watch that again, dude. Oh fuck, I'm gonna go back and watch that guy <laughs> crank his nuts off. Uh, <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> the Homer Simpson. Alright, find dude um, doing his nuts again in the weight room. Oh shit. Okay. Gosh, that, that was, was uh you had to go out of your way to do that. You really had yeah. to I get what he was doing. He was trying to like take off some weight so that it's easier for him to do it, you know. Um I, I didn't get it. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah, it's just like it's an assisted pull. I don't know if he was like doing he's on down. Getting closer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think he was doing assisted pull-up to an effect. Big dummy. Yeah, assisted pull-up. <laughs> oh, yes! They do this every year! Ah, uh, shit. That was a pretty good one. That was a good one. I'm like, I had about three times that I laughed pretty hard. So, yeah. All right, everybody. In the the thingy. That is all for the show tonight. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch ass liberal. Peace. Later, boys.